0: What's going on, 12s? This is Rob English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on another edition of Short Yardage. And it is the day before. Let's let's all be smart. Let's all be good fans, and let's do ourselves a favor and not sleep on this game against the Cardinals. Let's not do that because we don't want to be sad during the holidays. We don't want to do that to ourselves. So let's not sleep on these Cardinals. Let's go into this game expecting a hard-fought battle. Let's go into this game expecting to be have our have our, our face in our hands at some point during the middle point of the second quarter and middle to the end of the third quarter. But let's also expect to come through at the end, even if it ends up being the very end, because this is the Arizona Cardinals we're playing against. It doesn't matter that they have the NFL's worst offense. Worst in terms of yards per game, uh, in terms of points in, in terms of points per game, dead last, Arizona Cardinals. They do nothing. For 60 minutes they go out on a field and do mostly nothing. their time of possession per game last in the league. They, they, they don't do anything. They don't, they don't even do anything. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But are we going to sleep on them? No, we're not. We're certainly not going to do that because we are smart. And the reality is, even though they uh, are third last in uh turnover differential um, at minus 11. Um, we're not going to sleep on the Cardinals because we're not going to go into our first playoff game. Just pissed off about the week 17. All right. So we're going to beat the Cardinals tomorrow. I know, but let's not, let's not sleep on the Cardinals. Because tomorrow could be a long day. As this as the season's coming to an end, I am hearing a lot more talk about, um, you know, from the from the so called experts about Russell Wilson, about Pete Carroll, and as I said before, i I'm a total snob when it comes to being a fan of the Seahawks, and I know, I don't remember, you know when, but I can remember who says ill willed things about the Seahawks at any given time. And I remember, and when they start saying good things, talking about how, you know, they, they've, they knew it and they've been the whole time. Get out of here. Well, the one person I'm very disappointed with one guy I'm always disappointed with is Chris Carter. Chris Carter. It's I, it, I struggle with it because I loved him so much as a player Um But he never, I never agree with his points of view, ever. So Chris Carter, I, I mean, it's not so much about me, not so much about me agreeing with him, but I'm a Mister Know It All. Anyone who knows me will tell you that. So like most of the time, I figure that I'm right, you know, and most of the time, I figure if you don't agree with me, you're probably wrong, and that's Chris Carter because Chris Carter's wrong all the time. Like if if being if having a show on ESPN like Chris Carter or is it NFL Network I think it's uh yeah ESPN if having a show as an expert was scored on how accurate or how right you are how how much your expertise when when you when you suggest that something's going to happen or say something's going to happen or say something should happen um, or whatever even your opinion is given and then it's you know ends up being polar opposite of what you said. If you got scored, I would imagine Chris Carter would be, would be, you know, on the hot seat about to lose his job. He's always wrong. My opinion. (laughs) Or like, you know, I was going to say Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is another one who's often a detractor of of things going on in Seattle, especially him and Richard Sherman. That was a whole thing. But, but I've actually started to appreciate Skip more lately. He's, I feel like he's, he's getting on the right track. Um, but Deion Sanders, oh man. I mean, I don't know about you, but my all-time favorite football player, and I am a I, you know, I love the Seahawks. My Seahawks, are my my team forever and ever. But my all-time favorite football player is primetime Neon Deion Sanders. And um he's had nothing good to say about the Seahawks in, you know, over the last year or whatever, he ain't had nothing good to say about the Seahawks. And so that makes me sad. That makes me sad that Deion Sanders gives us no credit because I love Deion Sanders. I listened to this video on YouTube, but uh, from these two guys, I think it's called Dirty Sports and. um Uh. These guys, they had made a bet like eight, nine weeks ago about how bad the Seahawks were going to do. And um, th- this one guy was so, was so just, uh, just so anti Russell Wilson. Like he, like he swears that Russell Wilson is non deserving of the accolades that he gets. Nothing that, nothing that Russell Wilson has done is good enough to have in his mind to be in the conversation. Um, about being one of the best quarterbacks in football, the success of the Seahawks is um, is has to do with everything else, but only minuscule, only in minuscule part to to uh, Russell Wilson. It's so funny. Most of the people who are detractors of Russell Wilson are people who obviously don't watch Russell Wilson, because I don't know about. I can only speak for myself as a Seahawk fan. But if you ask me the things that make russell wilson so great are the things that don't make it on espn it's it, those 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 highlight plays the big throws the big runs yeah those are great of course you know whatever you know what's putting points on the board those you know the 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 showtime the showtime plays great but those aren't the plays that make russell russell wilson so great especially in our offense it's the intangible things. It's the it's the it's the thought process. It's 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 the way he processes what's going on in front of him. And although we do have to deal with an uh, uh, an occasional, you know, oops on his on his side, it's the things that he hasn't done, not the things that he has done. It's the things that he hasn't done. He hasn't been um, sack fumbled very many times in his career. He hasn't thrown a whole bunch of interceptions is choosing you know he he hasn't he hasn't taken a hit where he didn't really need to reference uh RG3 RG3 was supposed to be the greatest thing ever when he came out of uh came out of uh Baylor he didn't last one season why because he didn't play like Russell Wilson Not that he had to play like Russell Wilson, but just play a little bit smarter. He thought he was going to go out there and run around and run around past all them boys that he did back in school. And he learned the hard way that this is the league. Russell didn't do that. Russell could have ran around all crazy just like RG3 did. He didn't, though. He got out of bounds when he knew he wasn't going to get much more. Didn't take a lick. He gets down the slide. Russell takes hits every once in a while when he knows it's worth it. When the, when, when, when it's, it's risk and reward. Cause Re- Russell can break tackles. He shows it when he does it. Russell will spin move out of a tackle. Russell will give you who, who's got a better stiff arm than Russell Wilson. That's what I want to know. No one ever, we forget to talk about this. Cause every time he uses it, we go, I feel like, oh man, I got to talk about that. And then I never bring it up again. Who's got a better stiff arm than Russell? Russell Wilson. Russell's stiff arm is the truth. So, but anyway, yeah, but he plays smart. He plays smart. And that's that's what people I think don't know. I don't think that uh, they get that. Um, you know, they don't see the plays that Russell does that don't make it on TV. When if you're not a Seahawks fan, if you're not like me, you know, I, I watch the game and then I rewatch the game and then I watch the condensed game, you know, I I you know, I I I do that. I kind of, you know, creep out on it. Um uh and then I watch, you know, highlights and then I read up on stuff. That's what I like to do. Um So if you don't if you don't appreciate a team and or a player like that, then yeah, I think it's probably very obvious or very easy to um you know, forget to to give credit, to not give credit where actually it may be due. I tell people all the time, I've said it before, I'll say it again and after this, that you know, without Russell Wilson, the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch don't win a Super Bowl with anybody else under center. There's we have a Russell Wilson without Marshawn Lynch or without the Legion of Boom has a better chance of winning a Super Bowl than either one of the two or even both of the two without Russell Wilson. For sure. For sure. Any other quarterback under center with that offensive line would have been destroyed. Put Tom Brady back there. How good do you think Tom Brady would have been in the Seattle offense that won the Super Bowl against Denver? Just think about it. Put Tom Brady back there. Tom terrific. Behind the Seattle offensive line in 2013. You think he would even be walking right now? Do you think he'd be able to walk? Questionable. Russell Wilson should be squarely in the conversation. I mean, what about last year? He he led the league in touchdown passes. That's one of the most conveniently forgotten about stats, I, I think, about Russell as well. He led the league in touchdown passes last year. But we missed the playoffs. So, you know, and he's Russell Wilson, and he plays for the Seahawks, and they're in Washington State, which is tucked up in the corner of the country, and nobody cares about it. All those things. If we had made the playoffs last year, Russell would have been... More important. I mean, to the rest of the world, because obviously he was all important to the Seattle Seahawks. He he scored every touchdown, except for one or two, right? All season long, Russell scored, ex except for every single touchdown, except for one or two, maybe three. By the time the end of the year got there, Russell scored almost every single touchdown. You know, had a hand in it, either running it in himself or throwing it in. We had a running game. It was all Russell. But people like Patrick Mahomes has to come, you know, mess things up. So tomorrow, a uh, you know, week seventeen, the end of the the end of the regular season is actually here. It's unbelievable. It it always seems like it comes too fast, like it comes too quick. It takes forever for the season to get here, and it's gone just too damn fast, which is. Funny because also midway through the season, it seems like the playoffs are never going to get here. So weird. Midway through the season, I'm thinking like, gosh, I just want to hurry up and get to the end of of the year, into the regular season so I can see what my Seahawks are going to do. Season's dragging on. But yeah, it's here. It's here. And 12s, your Seahawks are in the dance. And we have a good shot of going to the Super Bowl. Don't let anybody tell you different. We have a really good shot at road warrioring it all the way to the Super Bowl, as long as we stay at number five. If we screw around tomorrow and end up in the six, um, yeah, I don't know. And I really hope that Minnesota just wins because um, I don't want I don't want Philly in the mix. I've been, I've been made to be afraid of Philadelphia and I do not have a reason why. Watching TV, watching the experts, um, have, they, they've, 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 it's, what is it? Inception. They've achieved it and said they've, they've, I've been, I, all of a sudden I'm afraid of Philly. Like I just, the the last thing I want in this world is for, is for Philly to make the playoffs. And I, I just, I don't even really know why. Just because I got brainwashed by the TV. So the playoffs as they are need to stay this way. Uh Minnesota will lose their first game. They'll be gone, they'll be gone. So we'll be the lowest remaining seed. We'll go into Dallas. We will beat Dallas. Um in-, in impressive fashion. Um, I'll even say. And then we'll go to New Orleans. Um, and that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. I w- if I was gonna predict how that game might go, I would say maybe something like um Either the Atlanta Falcons game um in the playoffs, where we almost won, but we didn't. Russell Russell's uh Russell's rookie season. Where we did we went down big early and battled back, took the lead, you know, shook up everybody down there in Atlanta, and then but then there's the you know, Matty Ice and their kicker did what they had to do in the end. Great game that was. Um so, yeah, either I could see it going that way, but possibly with us coming out on top, of course, or maybe one of these high scoring games that we've had recently, like the one uh, like sort of like Kansas City or like Houston last year or Pittsburgh a couple years before that. Or a year before that, one of those type of games where we have to just go punch for punch. New Orleans is good. But I think we go in there and I think we shake up the world with an upset over the New Orleans Saints. We've done it once. It was at our house, but we've done it once. Maybe Chris Carson will come with the new earthquake run. You know? Maybe it'll be called the silencer because maybe when he takes off and makes that run, the whole crowd just falls dead silence. The silencer run or something. I don't know. yeah and then uh we go to the uh NFC championship game against the rams and we beat them because they're not going to beat us 3 times in one season just not going to happen they 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 barely beat us twice they're not going to beat us 3 times in one season that'll put our seahawks in the super bowl and we will be playing against the san diego chargers This is the first time I've lived in San Diego now for over 12 years. If I'm not mistaken, I forget over a decade for sure. Um, And I think this might actually be the first time I've ever truly and admittedly, you know, spoke positively about the San Diego chargers. I've enjoyed Again, over a decade's worth of jabs and jives and jokes um, toward the Chargers and their fan base, especially at their fan base. Um, But I truly believe the Chargers are going to go to the Super Bowl. They are going to. um, Yeah, they're going to do it. They can be anybody in the AFC. Assuming they show up. So if the Chargers lose in the playoffs, it's gonna be because here's what I'll say. If the Chargers lose in the playoffs, it'll be because they beat themselves, which is kind of their MO. It won't, but it won't be because the team they're playing against just outplays them. That's my that's my uh you know, that's my guess. My prediction. Seahawks versus Chargers in the Super Bowl. Obviously, we'll get back into that conversation as the playoffs progress. Progress. But tomorrow. One o'clock 25, 125, I believe kickoff. the Cardinals at the Seahawks. Go ahead and uh, get our uh, 10th win of the year. And then next weekend is winner go home. I'll likely get on here if not tomorrow night, maybe sometime this week, as a little to do a little post game for the 17 week and uh do some more playoff talking all right 12s this is rob english your socal seahawk and uh we will see you later go hawks